Welcome to House Party, a podcast where home and pop culture collide coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And here we are, back again. Back again. How's it going? Oh, I'm I'm peachy. How are you? <laughs> uh, I'm okay, except for it's just been one crisis after another. <laughs> I'm like, I'm great, except for everything's horrible. Um, <laughs> as you know, my refrigerator is on the skits this week. Which is- you experienced your refrigerators ceasing to work. <laughs> it's it's, it's not. I think any homeowner or renter can probably agree. It's like one of the scariest things that can happen. Yeah, it it truly just sounds like a harrowing uh, journey that you've been on with that refrigerator for the past several months. It yeah. sounds like it's, it's not an ongoing just, issue. Yeah. Um, current status of the fridge? Current status is it's holding okay. This is it, okay. It's just one of those things that as a homeowner, if it craps out, you know, that's scary and it's an expense and you have to get it taken care of. As a renter, I'm at the mercy of maintenance to determine whether or not I'm I'm worth are you worthy of a new fridge? <laughs> yeah. So they came in yesterday and um, it wasn't working. It got up to 55 degrees. Uh, everything in my freezer had thawed. I had, you know, I went for ice oh and gosh. stuck my hand into the bucket and it, it was just water. So oh. it, it was, things were bad. And, um, but then I, I pushed some buttons and I got it working again, I guess. And maintenance came in and they were like, well, I don't know what to tell you. It's working. So we can't do anything about it. I was like, but it wasn't. And they're like, but it's working now. And I said, but it wasn't. And then, it's know. like when you go to the Apple store and bring in your computer. Yes. It's like, this is broken. It's like, well, it seems to be working now. I don't know what we can do for you, ma'am. And it's like, ooh, okay. <laughs> Clearly the refrigerator is not well. I'm holding my breath, crossing my fingers that it, it stays uh, happy until I can get maintenance to come back and take another look. So... Here's hoping um, that you don't lose any more produce or uh, seafood. I have, oh, I have God. seafood in the in the freezer. Yeah. Um. Anyway, did you did you see that the Emmy nominations came out this week? I did. Exciting as as avid t- TV watchers, um, you and I. Yeah. We are happy to report that chip and joanna Gaines were nominated for their first ever emmy and that was for it's it's what? for fixer upper welcome home oh okay it's it's the new it's the it's the magnolia network iteration of fixer upper um they're nominated for outstanding structured reality program oh and they've never been nominated before I think Fixer Upper had been nominated before, but it's because the producers get the Emmy, mm. not the stars. And they were never producers of Fixer Upper, but they are of Fixer Upper Welcome Home because it's their network. Um, so yeah, so they, they're in the running for an Emmy and they're up against Antiques Roadshow, mm. Love is Blind, Oh wow, Queer Eye, mm heavy hitter and shark tank another heavy hitter <laughs> so it's, shark it, tank. it's a it's a very diverse pool and it's also there, there's a number of heavy hitters in there um and i also saw that selling sunset was nominated for um an emmy for unscripted reality show which is interesting 
What's the difference between unscripted reality and structured reality? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we'd have to ask the producers. Um, maybe we can get on the horn with some of the, the producers that we do know. But I thought that that was an interesting segue into um, the news that Tarek and Heather Ray Almusa are having a baby. Yeah. Breaking news. Heather's People exclusive. I guess uh, they had done IVF and I think they were going to do an embryo transfer mm-hmm. recent or soon upcoming and she got pregnant. And so mazel tov to them. I think it's fantastic. And uh, they were very surprised according to this people.com article. Yeah. <laughs> she's already, she's pretty pregnant already. I mean, the people article has exclusive photos um, Does it say how far along she is? I don't think so, but she's it's visible. She's got a bump. I'm like, give me her gestational age. Has she had her anatomy scan yet? Hello? <laughs> um, uh, she said, it was a huge shock. We just weren't expecting this. We had just gone through IVF. We had embryos on ice. We had a plan. Uh, I think when you least expect it and there's no stress in your life, the world just brought us what was meant to be. I'm so excited that it happened like this. So I guess if they wanted to have another, they still have the embryos on ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations to them. Um, congratulations to Ty Pennington, <laughs> who recently had fans um, going in on uh, his team on Battle on the Beach uh, via his Instagram. Did you see this story? Uh, I did because you sent it to me. <laughs> I know. I sent it to you. I know the answer to that question. Um, um, yeah, Ty posted. Ty posted about, uh, you know, watch Battle on the Beach. Tune in tonight. And his fans wasted no time going <laughs> into the comment section to unleash on his team, um, Wally and Jacqueline, about how much, you know, how much pushback they give Ty and how how... They hate that for Ty. This one person was like, um, I love watching you and your enthusiasm, but your team this season has acted like they don't want or need your input. I hate that for you. (laughs) (laughs) Team Ty is very defensive, very protective. Um, Someone else said, I am not really enjoying this season. It's such a bummer because I usually love it. I think it's because the contestants are rookies compared to the excellent designers we've had before. Mm. Another person said, you have incredible patience. (laughs) They literally just never listen to you and always have a smart remark. They're just now starting out as designers and you're well seasoned. Well, this kind of (laughs) finally. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I I have to read this last one. Finally, you've been a saint through this one. A saint. Saint status. <laughs> it kind of echoes the conversation we had last week, which is there's something a little bit off with this season and yeah. the chemistry between the teams, the chemistry between the teams and the and the mentors, the chemistry between the judges and the teams. There's mm-hmm. there's something off and I think, you know, that's that's evident in this Instagram post. I th- I believe you pointed out some Reddit some subreddits where people mm-hmm. were complaining and you know we asked for your feedback and we got an email also from Nina Nina thank you for writing in she says worst battle on the beach ever the casting 
level of production and editing is shameful. Low budget aura reeks in every episode. That is yeah. a scathing review, but I have to say, she's not, she's Nina's not wrong. not wrong. Yeah. Nina's not wrong. Yeah. It's, I, I think um, it's interesting that some people in the comments are taking the tact or, or blaming it on the fact that these teams are rookie uh, renovators and designers, as opposed to maybe a, a Carrie and David of last season who were expert professional mm-hmm. um, home flippers and home renovators. Uh, I didn't know that that was the conceit of this season, though. Did Were you aware that uh, that they were like, I mean, I know they say they're like up and coming well, home flippers. Brandon and That's Roosevelt call them. have done like hundreds of flips. So I wouldn't say exactly. that they're uh, rookies. No. I'm looking back at my the notes teams. from last season and... They weren't experienced either. Shawnee and Josh had flipped four houses. Daryl yeah. and Sunjay had done 12 and Carrie and David had done 20. I don't know. Um, but we do have a winner of the season. The finale premiered this or finale premiered. The finale <laughs> um, was this week. And uh, yeah, we we have a winner of, of season two. Yeah, I think everybody... <laughs> Everybody just wanted it to be done, it seems like. Yeah, on the dock I wrote, one team wins, but everyone is happy to be done. I think the judges were happy. I think the teams were happy, the mentors. And I think the viewers are, frankly, glad it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me a little bit sad. I do hope that they'll do it again next season. I do, too. I think, I, I do think that the viewers, I mean, clearly looking at Ty's Instagram, people tuned in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, and it was entertaining to see them kind of go at it. It wasn't all copacetic. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that'll lure people back in again. Um, hopefully there'll be a season three, but, um, As- before we even think about the future, we should talk about the finale episode. Yeah. And speaking of going at it, I mean, this, if there was ever an episode with a lot of tension, it was this one. <laughs> Yeah. Made me uncomfortable, was, actually. <laughs> there were some uncomfortable moments, particularly like Roosevelt throwing the door off the balcony. Oh, my goodness. That was a fun one. Um, he was over it. I think he said, I'm over this. <laughs> he said, let's pitch this door. <laughs> he threw it off the uh, balcony. Paige and Corey. I, honestly, I that came away from this, this episode that and I thought everybody needs counseling after this is over like I really I hope that Battle on the Beach has employed a a psychiatrist on on set yeah an on on set psychiatrist like The Bachelor does yeah no I honestly I think renovating a house or like home improvement is one of the most stressful things you can do as as a couple um whether you're a romantic couple, whether you are in a business partnership, whether you are father son. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we really got to see kind of the dynamite fly the, in this episode. The dark um, underbelly of these relationships. It was <laughs> it was a little cringe. I mean, I'm I'm kind of here for it because it's so different from what we normally see, but yeah, it was right. a little concerned um, for the at least Paige and Corey's marriage. <laughs> well, so the episode opens um, with more yassified music. You and know. also <laughs> a 
really painful looking sunburn on Jacqueline. I could not take my eyes off of that. Like I felt oh. it through the screen. Did you notice? And I did not notice. Poor Jacqueline. Oh, she was red. It made me uncomfortable. And this is the episode where the teams get to do the siding, uh, the exterior of their houses. So the siding and the patio, Mm -hmm. the exterior living space. Um, And then they also get an extra $2,000 to do any repairs that they want to do, any fixes. They can address concerns that the judges had, Um, you know. Uh, immediately my mind thought to Wally and Jacqueline's uh, kids room with the the tarps that they used yeah <laughs> around the bunk beds the, um, that would literally suffocate a child yeah there were a lot of like <laughs> that Tanya was very specific to be like and safety concerns <laughs> you can address those as well <laughs> um And then we learned that local real estate experts will come through to judge who put the most value into their home. Yeah. That's kind of how they determine the winner. Okay. So Wally and Jacqueline uh, chose a a grayish color to go on their house, a very neutral color. But then they obviously wanted to give a, a bold pop, which I don't disagree with. But they chose a coral salmon color. I just thought it should have been more muted. I don't know. There were... maybe. Maybe like a turquoise or like a navy blue or, or a- I guess more of a salmon than a coral. It was just very bright pink. And when the camera panned out, uh, you could see it was just a bright pink door on a white house basically is what it looked like. <laughs> I just didn't care I didn't for it. I hate it. I think maybe just because it was like a beach house. I'm like, eh, anything goes. Go for the coral door. Um, What else stood out to you in this episode? Well... Paige and Corey chose to continue their green theme. And again, we like green, but it went so poorly in the guest room. And then they decided to use the same color on the outside and then seemed surprised when it turned out like a Kelly green. As Paige called it, a primary color green. Which Paige girl, green's not a primary color. Um, (laughs) I have to wonder if we're seeing a bit of a continuity um, issue here because they were so surprised that the exterior, that the color on the exterior, oh my gosh, wow. But we had seen them use this green color in their guest room. So if they'd known in the guest room like weeks prior that the color was so garish why would they even double down and use it on the exterior so i'm thinking maybe the painting of the exterior happened much earlier i don't know but then why would they double down and use it on the interior i don't know i don't maybe it happened all on the same day i don't know possible Uh, questions that i do not know they were they were not pleased with it they knew it was wrong but they didn't have the time or the money to to redo it uh so they just bit the bullet um they were the only ones who chose to do an outdoor kitchen mm-hmm. which i think was a really really smart move though the other teams just did you know a standalone grill and some you know seating areas which i don't know maybe they didn't I have loved, the money for it but it seemed i loved the shade <laughs> oh we're tired <laughs> or allison says to ty oh is that just a standalone grill you have yeah and he goes 
Are you talking shh? <laughs> Are you talking shh? A lot of bleeping of Ty this episode. Ty was, yeah, he was on another level in this episode. Brandon um, and Roosevelt's exterior, to me, was the best. It was a really pretty shade of blue to kind of go with the ocean theme. And then there was white trim. I, that was my favorite, for sure. Yeah, I agree. I sent um, you a screenshot of Coral Door. And this is what I see. What got I see, me. I see. Um, you still like pink. it? <laughs> I don't. I don't hate it. Like, okay. I mean, you're allowed to have a different opinion from me. In fact, I embrace it. But I don't know. I but feel like while he was like, "Oh, I wish we'd done the whole house in this," and I was like, "What?" While he's lost his damn mind. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice that the houses are connected? What? This was my first time realizing that oh yeah there's season. bridges i thought i heard them say something about oh you can just cross the bridge and steal meat from your bar- your neighbor's barbecue that's, that's wild there's, there's bridges that connect the three houses yeah it's 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 an interesting i'm surprised none of the teams put a gate on to, <laughs> to keep out the neighbors i mean I, you um, could probably just hop it pretty easily true. <laughs> true 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 we see Corey and Paige have an argument a lover's quarrel about how he built the shelves. I think Corey was like, he didn't feel that he did a good job, but then Paige was also kind of like pointing out how they didn't look good and that made him upset. And then she was upset. And ultimately it was just a lot of like frustration at the end of the road and like exasperation. And I mean, he straight up said to her, I need you to go away right now. And then (laughs) Yeah, they were they were not this this seemed legitimate like a legitimate oh, fight. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were not being very nice to one another. She was you know bitching about him as soon as she left the room. Yeah, but then I don't know. Then uh, there were obviously scenes we didn't see, and the next the next thing we see is them kissing and making lit- literally kissing and making up. Yeah, which, you know, I feel like after a big fight, you're you're typically like, okay, like, let me cool off. They had time to cool off. I wanted to see that. The cooling off. Yeah, period. I wanted to see the resolution. Well, this is not love is blind. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get Maybe to Maybe it should be a more, inter- more like love is blind and then the they'll get an Emmy nom. The psychology of these, of these, of these teams. Um I I mean, I think that is one of the things that I do feel like was missing this season. I feel like we saw a little bit more of the dynamics between the the individual team members last year. Between, right. you know, Josh and Shawnee and Daryl and Soonjay. And we really kind of got a feel for Carrie and David. We got a feel for the, like their their relationships with one another. This seemed very transactional to me this season. What did you think about um, Jacqueline's fixes for the kids' room? <laughs> I thought she replaced those... one bad decision with another. Yeah. And Ty's face said it all. Um, if you'll remember, Jacqueline and Wally's kids' room feature these drapes um, around the bunk beds where you could basically like pull it and it it's like a privacy drape. Uh, but the material that they got was so thick. It was, it was like tarp like material. It was brown. It was really bizarre. And 
Sarah and Brian, the judges, ultimately said it was like a safety hazard. A child would suffocate there. Mm-hmm. Um, so clearly they had to change that in, in, all, in this time that they had to fix the rooms. Um, Jacqueline, strangely enough, chooses another really ugly, albeit not as thick and not as like hazardous fabric um, for these privacy drapes. This is brown. Brown. Paper bag just brown. Brown, like, I don't even... It's, I, it was, I, I think the idea was that it was supposed to be, like, camping, like a tent. But then, I, I don't know, but... Do you, like, I a mean, linen white or something? I, I don't know. It was... Yeah, like a canvas, but, like, obviously, like, thinner than canvas. But totally, I think... I mean, I, I laughed hardest at this during this episode when... <laughs> Jacqueline was on the top bunk and trying to hang these new drapes and Ty was like kind of helping her and he just looks at the camera like WTF is going on right now and Jacqueline's like I think this looks way better and Ty's just like no it doesn't yeah (laughs) still looks horrible but he broke the fourth wall I liked that he broke the fourth wall with that and just we're all kind of on the same page of like all right you do you Jacqueline yeah, it was hilarious. Ty's like, at the end of the day, this is not going to kill a child, so we're good. That's a win. <laughs> Let's move. Yeah. Let's move on to the next room. Um, Brandon so and Roosevelt finally got their glass in for their main suite bathroom, yes. which was necessary. I was glad, glad for that. I still cracked up when they showed the powder room with, that has got to be the tiniest sink I've ever ever seen. And the judges, Brian, Brian was like, oh, I love this. It's like, it's perfect. <laughs> Airplane sinks are bigger than the sink. Truly. Yeah. It is the most European of European sinks. Like just teeny tiny. Um, I liked when Jacqueline was just one of the critiques for their living room built-ins was it just looks kind of bare. Add more stuff. And she just kept adding. She's like, oh, I'm going to add tchotchkes. (laughs) I, so that was my thought too. I was like, oh girl, now you're getting into cluttered territory i don't i don't i think you overcorrected here i don't know what they wanted her to do i think you know maybe they could have leaned a little bit on their their mentor for like how do we make the space look less empty i don't believe that tchotchkes just just shoving tchotchkes on shelves was like the right decision it's like baskets on baskets it was rattan it was rattan explosion it, it looked like a home goods yeah like it was like you could legit go shopping in the built-in. Yeah, completely useless. Um, just like, why are all these here? Um, they added some window coverings, which were necessary. And by the way, I was really mm-hmm. astonished that Brandon and Roosevelt did not, in their guest room, add any sort of window treatment. And we were talking Still. about that on the previous episode, that it was just blank and looking straight into your neighbor's house. And they were... There was some, that was when, when Roosevelt lost it and, and prior to him pitching the door off of the balcony, they looked like they were trying to hang some curtain rods and like, clearly they knew the importance of that, but yeah, I guess in the guest room, they just didn't have time. Yeah. (laughs) I did like the uh, window covers. (laughs) I liked that at that moment, um, their contractor, I guess, I guess each team gets a, you know, a primary contractor that they're working with. Their mm-hmm. contractor stepped up to the plate and said, I'll 
let me try to figure this out. Like, this isn't my yeah. thing, but I'll try to figure this out. And we got a little bit of the, we got a little bit of a look of each team with their particular contractor and how much effort they were putting in. Mm-hmm. It looked like a lot of effort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of tension also between contractors and, and team members. It just, it yeah, it was very Roosevelt's, stressful. Roosevelt's contractor called him Rosie. I liked that. Uh, <laughs> but he didn't say it in a very nice way. It was like, oh, hey, Rosie. It was like, Rosie, I got this. He's like, my dude, Rosie, I got this. <laughs> like, <laughs> got like you guys have seen some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like how Roosevelt and Brandon, one of the critiques they got for their guest bathroom, um, was that there was like PVC pipe that was visible and it was one of those sinks that just shows all the underpinnings Mm -hmm. of of the sink. And their fix for that was stick a rattan basket full of towels (laughs) in front of it. So the takeaway from this episode and perhaps the entire season is when in doubt, add a basket. Yeah, rattan baskets, <laughs> hot by. Um, secret weapon. <laughs> secret of weapon. home decor. Um, anything else, or should we drum roll to the uh, the news of who won? Um, who did you want to win, or who did you think should have won? <laughs> Um, I'm just trying to think back on all the rooms. <laughs> I just, I'm going through the episode right now and I landed on a screen, the screen grab of that tiny, tiny sink. <laughs> it is so good. It's like, it's like the, um, Will Ferrell, uh, SNL sketch with the cell phone. Hello. <laughs> the tiniest cell phone. We're going to Milan. Pack your bags. We're going to Milan. Um, I think Paige and Corey deserve to win. Um, I love their kitchen. Thought they had the best kitchen, um, best living room. I, there was nothing like egregious about their designs, really, aside from the the wall color, the the green <laughs> paint color. Um, which paint is cosmetic paint doesn't have anything to do with the value of a house. Um, so I, Mm -hmm. I think they, I think they kind of deserved it. What did you think? I agree, but I was reminded as we went back through all the rooms this time, I'm still very, very bothered by how they pulled out all the storage in the kitchen. Oh, I think aesthetically their house clear winner even with the garish green paint but and the you know the arches are beautiful and the built-ins were beautiful and everything they did I think was just really gorgeous but I just uh taking out all those kitchen cabinets hurts my heart so yeah I am a little surprised that they didn't get dinged for that but hey more power to them yeah um so the final oh you just sent me another screenshot what did you say? <laughs> the tiniest sink. It is so, so tiny. The faucet is <laughs> parallel. The, f- the, the sink is as big as the faucet, or the faucet's as big as the sink. It's like three inches on each side away from the faucet. The, the, 
the faucet is parallel to the wall. It's hilarious. It is comically small. I can't get over it. Um, okay, so the f- the original market values of these houses was five hundred fifteen thousand dollars. Correct. And after oh, and okay, they had eighty thousand dollars to re- renovate. My other favorite moment of the episode. <laughs> I have to tell you this. Um, I'm obsessed with the real estate agent who goes into Jacqueline um, and Wally's guest bedroom. Sees Jacqueline's statement wall of cast off kitchen cabinets um, and goes, this is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I missed that. (laughs) She just, because it was such a weird geometric statement wall that to to repurpose these kitchen cabinets, they're so obviously kitchen cabinets. Yeah. Try to make them look like this wooden feature i don't know whatever it's not even like it's not like oh this house was built in 1600 and we're trying to preserve the history and like reincorporate it into the design this is like some 1980s crap but you're you're repurposing pine kitchen cabinets that you painted light blue like it's but to this real estate agent this is amazing (laughs) um anyway immediately questioning (laughs) never mind i'm not gonna say it um okay so then after the judges the the real estate agents go through the houses the judges get the envelope with the final the new market values of the houses and they are um in order from least to most seven hundred and twenty thousand eight hundred seven hundred sixty nine thousand two hundred seven hundred eighty nine thousand eight hundred and so about $20,000 separate the second place from the first place. Uh-huh. And drum roll, please. The winner of Battle on the Beach season two is Rachel. Paige and Corey. <laughs> Team Allison Victoria. Allison Victoria is victorious. Finally. Go girl. She's never won a competition show before. Surprisingly, actually. She's been on... Rock the block twice. Uh-huh. She's been on battle of um, battle on the beach twice, mm-hmm. and this is her first win. So, bravo, Allison! Yeah, your team pulled it off. Um, I think it was very deserved. It's interesting that this was all about adding value, and like you said, Rachel, even though they pulled out all that storage, it still didn't hurt them in the end. Yeah, I think they made some smart decisions other than that, though. I mean, they, the outdoor kitchen, I think, was a big win. I mean, you're on the beach. Yep. You, you got to have some outdoor features. And they definitely seemed a lot happier with one another after. <laughs> Everyone seemed very happy. Those fireworks went off. We What's the point of the fireworks? It was st- still daylight. Daylight fireworks. That really bothered I- me. <laughs> Like, if you're going to make a mess and you're going to blow all that money, at least do it when it everybody can kind of enjoy it at night. And I truly think that Tanya is the nicest person on HGTV. She goes, in speaking about her team, who Roosevelt and Brandon, just they were just like, well, we're going to go back home and work on the projects that we have going. <laughs> and Tanya goes, they took some risks. They should be super proud of themselves because I am. Like, she just put such a positive spin on 
They, I don't know. they were defeated, but she did point out, hey, you know, they took some risks and they still made a really gorgeous space. Um, I tried to look this up to see, because they, they pointed out that there was only $20,000 difference between first and second place. I don't right. know who was second. Uh, Roosevelt and Brandon kind of positioned themselves the whole time saying, hey, we're in second place. But no, I don't know who told them that. <laughs> They're uh, just like, yeah, we were, th- we're they claimed it. Self-proclaimed themselves. second place. Uh, yeah. And then Ty said something in the end when he said, we were so close to winning. So maybe that made me think he thought he was second place. I think that was just Ty wishful thinking. Being Ty. <laughs> I think that was Ty's hyperbole. Um but yeah, another season of Battle on the Beach is in the bag. We laughed, we cried, we cringed. What more is there to say? <laughs> I think the the biggest strength of season one was the dynamic like teams and how likable they were mm-hmm. and also how much they clearly got along with each other. Mm-hmm. Um the interaction between them, the interaction between the, the mentors and their team. I don't know. I just, I feel like it clicked the first season. It didn't as much this season. So hopefully for the third season, we'll have teams that click more. You know what we saw a lot of in the first season that I feel like we didn't this time is the team. I know the teams can't, you know, be in each other's houses, but we would see them interact in the wood shop. Right. And that was when they started talking trash or teasing each other. And that was enjoyable to watch. And just like we pointed out the the moment that Allison was giving Ty a little trash talk, we just, we're missing that playful element that they have had before. And it was missing between the teams. It was missing between the mentors. And the judges, I got to say, seem to take it too seriously. I want, I want. Mina and Mike back. Yeah. Get team double M back because yeah, I agree. I've bombers. You have your show. I think that's wonderful for you. Stay on your Island. Maybe different get different judges. They seem to take Uh, it too seriously. Uh, in my opinion. And then, yeah. (laughs) Also some of the stuff that they were nitpicking seemed very subjective. subjective, not about value and more about just design. Personal. Yeah. And tastes. personal preference. Right. Yeah. Personal preferences. Yes, yes, yes. As always, we have a ton of notes. Um, if you <laughs> it's have- easy for us to, to Monday morning quarterback this. I know. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you have notes, give us a shout uh, via email podcast at realtor.com. We'd love to hear what you think. Um, yeah, with that, that's it for house party. Thank you for tuning in. If you'd like this episode, please subscribe. And if you have a few moments, if you could give us a five-star rating and write a review, we'd really appreciate that. We'd love hearing your feedback. Um, we will link any relevant stories, um, that appear on news and insights about topics that we talked about in this episode in your show notes. So go to your podcast app and click the notes or you can go to realtor.com slash news uh, to read the stories that we discussed in addition to just a lot of other fun content about celebrity news, HGTV, um, advice. If you are in the market for a house, if you're a renter, 
uh, all good stuff. Rachel, how else can people get a hold of us? Yeah, as Natalie mentioned, you can email us at podcastrealtor.com. We would love to hear your thoughts there about what you like, what you don't, just your musings on life. Um, Or you can find us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And our handle is at housepartypod on all three. Thank you so much. And we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye.